0: Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle interviews fitness trainer and Pilates teacher, Brooke McDermott of Tricor Fitness. We talk all about fitness, our fitness paths, and the new path Brooke has taken in her career. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar.
1: Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I am your host, Gabby Mazur, and on today's episode, I have Brooke McDermott of Tricor Fitness. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about her story and how she got to where she is and kind of just everything about fitness because obviously that's what it's about. So welcome, Brooke.
2: Thanks for having me, Gabby.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on. You, you used to work at a studio that I used to go to, and I actually used to, t- you were a spin teacher there. And I used to actually teach spin and I loved your classes. I can't teach spin anymore. It's way too hard, but
2: I don't think I knew that you used to teach spin.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I did, um, years ago. And, uh, it's, it's really hard. Yes. I think the thing that people don't think about when you have like an instructor is how intense the instructor has to be to kind of get across everything to the class because you can slack all you want while you're sitting there.
2: (laughs) Yes. Well, it's funny. I have a, one of my mentor teachers had told me a long time ago, when you're teaching spin, you're doing three jobs. You're writing, you're talking, and you're motivating. Yeah. So you are, as much as I never consider it my own workout, you're walk. you're working triple harder than anybody else in the room. Totally. And it's
1: like, I, I think people can see it, but they don't understand how hard it is to no. actually ride a bike and be screaming at you at the same time, <laughs> and
2: be happy about it, and be happy
1: about it, and you have to like actually, you know, count in your head because you're constantly counting the beats. You're constantly like, where's where's the drop? Where do, where do we stand? Where do we sit? Where? Oh God, it's yeah. so much work. It's,
2: it's a different attention
1: than Pilates, <laughs> but it's it's I mean definitely. But I loved it. I loved it then. Now I don't know if I could do it. So I want to go into a little bit about you, who you are, you know. Why are you even here? Why Why do I I have you on? (laughs)
2: Um, Well, if we go back a little bit, I'm originally from New York. I moved out to Phoenix almost 10 years ago now, which it doesn't feel like it. (laughs) But I, when I was in New York, I worked a lot. I, you know, I started in radio and then... I'll show my age when iPods (laughs) were invented, radio Uh, kind of (laughs) fell off. And I went back to school, finished school, worked for my family's business. And it was a legal field. We worked all the time. Yeah. So moving out to Arizona, what it really taught me was to slow down. And even though I had a great job and I was working a lot. We were done at five o'clock. I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah.
1: New York to Phoenix is a very, very different lifestyle. Yes. That's for sure. It was
2: a big change, but it was good for me. I loved it. And I had been taking Pilates for years before I moved out here. I had a studio downstairs from my apartment. When I was in college, I took classes from a bunch of teachers who were taught by the original. Instructors uh-huh. Like they were being trained by Romana and uh-huh. I got to take their classes. So I've always loved Pilates. I never came to it from the dancer perspective. It was always, I was running, I got injured, I was uh-huh. training for something and <laughs> got injured. So I came to it based on that. And I had a great teacher, took class almost... Every day. only took math classes. I was afraid to get on the Reformer really? for a really
1: long time. I don't yeah. love mat Pilates. I know that I should, and I know that it's great for yes. you, but I think it's
2: really hard. I it, don't love it anymore. It's really, really hard. So I would go to the studio <laughs> every day. She was an amazing Pilates teacher, but I used to like her yoga and math classes. One day, they canceled my mat class, and she just said, come to the back. Well... Take the equipment class. I'll give you a free one, and I never looked back. It was the best thing that ever (laughs) happened. So, cut to moving out here. I was looking for a Pilates studio just to work out at. With all this time on my hands, I had an opportunity to go through a teacher training program. I actually wound up going back to New York to do their program because the company I trained with was based in New York. That's pretty cool. So I did like a five-day intensive, and then did all of my practice hours and apprentice hours back here in Mm -hmm. Phoenix so it was really long story short I had the time to do it Uh finally and I really wanted to so I did it for fun for a while and then you know life gets in the way things happen things change so I took a break from teaching and really focused on my own training on taking care of myself I was teaching from a stressed-out place, from an I-need-money place, from an unhappy relationship place. All of that stuff was gone, and I was able to really focus on me. So I started working with a personal trainer and had the time, again, to focus on all that stuff. That's when I went back and did some spin training. I had trained a long time ago, but I went back and took a local studio's teacher training. Yeah, it's always good to have a little refresher, you know? It's Oh, I mean, I I love... (laughs) I love doing continuing ed, yeah. taking workshops and classes. It depends on what it is. <laughs> yes. There, I mean, we could go down a million different roads right now. Yeah. But it was really just I took a year and focused on me. I took off of anything that involved me taking care of or fixing or helping other people and just did me. And a lot of the work I did that year just changed my life. And it made me want to teach again and want to help people again and want to really go back to working one-on-one with people because I saw how much that did for me. Yeah, it's it's interesting how
1: your state of mind really changes your health altogether because when you're not in the right place, you can't be in the right place to help other people either.
2: And it takes a lot to recognize that too.
1: It does take a lot to recognize that. And I think, you know, we as teachers we as trainers we have to constantly be motivating even when we're at our worst and sometimes it's really hard but you know we're there for you we're there to help you when really on the inside sometimes it's like I just want to take a nap
2: (laughs) yeah and you have to understand your own energy and you have to understand the shift you have to make to do that and I mean bigger picture like wanting to teach, not wanting to teach, but even smaller picture, I am fortunate enough to be able to do this full time. I mean, I teach classes, I train privately, but we don't have the kind of job where you can have a bad day, put your headphones on and sit at your desk. Right. You have a bad day. You got to have that bad day in your car because (laughs) you're not there for other people to be complaining about your own stuff.
1: Funny story. So this was a while ago, but I I coached this corporate boot camp and one day I was just so stressed out and I was on the phone with my boyfriend and I'm like, I'm just tired. I just need a day off. I'm like... I don't know what to do. And Aaron's like, just take the day off tomorrow. Just take the day off. I'm like, I can't. I have to be here for these, for them, for these people. I have a commitment to this. And I'm like bawling. like, I just want a day off, you know? And then I like, I wipe my tears and I'm like, all right, I got to go in. And then I walk in there and I'm like, you know what? I just told him, I said, I'm taking the day off tomorrow. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. So let's do our workout today. And they're like, all right, sounds good. You know, they're totally fine with it because they know that you're human too. Yeah. But we don't think that we are sometimes maybe.
2: <laughs> no. And But it's it's because you create such a good relationship. And that energy goes back and forth. So even, you know, you're having that bad day, you wipe the tears in your car. Sometimes you go in and teach that class and somebody comes up to you and was like, I really needed you today. Totally you made a difference in my day. You made me feel better. And you're like, well, I'm so effing glad I got out of the car. <laughs> totally, But that also puts a lot of pressure back on us. Yeah. Because then you feel almost obligated that, you know, you know that they're depending on you.
1: Yeah. But and I think that's a lot of why we do what we do. Yeah. Because you know that you are affecting somebody else's life, and sometimes we forget that. Yeah. But it's it's the greatest thing in the world to know that somebody appreciates you or to know that somebody reaches out however long, I mean, years later, to tell you what an effect you made on their life five, six, ten years ago, you know? And that's I think that's the greatest accomplishment of what we do, and it's... I
2: love it. That's why I love. That's why I do this. You're never going to hear me talk about, you know, pounds loss, numbers this. I'm going to, you know, we're going to fix that margarita you drank this weekend. Never. Nah. We're going to feel good. We're going to feel we're good. We're going to feel good. Be happy. You're yeah. going to change your focus for the day. You're going right. to be happy that you chose yourself in whatever capacity you did. I just, maybe it's just my age. Maybe it's how long I've been around doing this and experiencing different not only different clients, but different trainers. Yeah. Seeing how other people train, some people do crave that. You know, yell at me, Tell me what to do. Tell me I need to lose another inch, and I'm or I'm doing a bad job. I don't do that. You I know, can't and I think that.
1: that's why I was always I always liked your classes. I always enjoyed you because that's pretty much how I am too. I mean, I live in reality. There's this. There is reality. Yes. You know, I had a cookie last night. That's reality. I also worked out yesterday morning. I worked out two day, two times on Thursday, you know, and then the rest of my meals were good. So it's like you have this realistic view of life and what it is. And absolutely, you're right. There are people that need somebody to tell them, like, don't do that. Don't do this. Eat this way. Yeah. Here's your plan. Be 100% here. And then if they don't do that or they don't lose that weight, then they are doing 100 burpees. There are definitely people that need that. But I think for the majority of people, we just want somebody that understands. We want somebody that knows that, okay, we might have a couple drinks on the weekend. Okay, we might have cake at a wedding. Okay, you know, there's a birthday party or a Halloween party and I've got 17 bags of candy. You know, it's all about moderation it's all about how you view the world and how you want to live do you want to live this strict 100% or you do you want to be like the
2: good bad language right that's what it is it's like i had a day you're going to have a day you're you're going to you're going to eat the cookies for fun not cuz you're having a bad day you're going to yeah. have a glass of wine because you love your friends and you want to have a good time not because you behaved incorrectly and now you know you have to work out to Negate something, right? We're here because we want to be here. You know, I mean, it's hard enough just getting to a workout sometimes. I always, you'll probably relate to this very much. So, <laughs> there's a big difference between teaching in the morning and teaching at five p.m.
1: Yeah, my mm-hmm. earliest client
2: seven a.m. When you got like a six a.m. <laughs> class, everybody's tired, but everybody wants to be there. Yeah. When you got a five p.m. class, I am fighting with the rest of your day. Yeah. So. I just want you to, it's going to take a couple minutes, but I want you to feel good. I want you to come out of that. Like when I used to teach um, about, I think it was a 6 p.m. spin class, I'm not going to make you yell back at me for about three songs. Yeah. We're just going to get out of our day, out of our head, leave it outside the room, then we're going to talk. Then we're going to yell, woo, Mm -hmm. whatever you do.
1: Yeah. Sometimes we're therapists.
2: (laughs) All the time we're therapists. Not really, because we're not (laughs) licensed therapists. No. Absolutely. I mean, we're a sounding board. Absolutely. We're we're somebody that people trust and can talk to as though you're their therapist. Yep. I mean, and
1: you're right too, because people that come in in the evening, like it's usually a lot quieter in the morning. Mm -hmm. And they just want to come, they want to work out and get things done and just go to work. But in the evening, it's like, I had a really crappy day. They're bringing their stuff with them. Yeah, which I'm totally fine with. I don't mind, you know. I'm
2: like, yeah, okay, let's go. You just have to work (laughs) around the stuff.
1: But you're totally right. And either way, people don't always want to be there. They don't always want to work out. But then you're still there to help them through that, which is is why you have a trainer, which is why you have a teacher to help you to get to where you want to be. But... Yeah, we're definitely not the the people that are gonna hand you your macros list and tell you like no eat within this every single day all day
2: and be miserable. No, but, you know, I'm gonna notice like that. that like you held a really good plank today and you couldn't do it yesterday. Yeah, I'm gonna notice your progress and everybody's progress is personal. It doesn't mean that everyone in the class is gonna pick up the same dumbbells and I'm going to say good job. We're yeah. all on the same weight. I'm going to notice if you've always been nervous and pick up the fives. And today you're going to pick up 15s and you feel good about it. Yeah. That's progress. And it's, I think a lot of it is, even though you're used to a group setting, is understanding how to work individually with people in a group setting to recognize, to notice, to care. Yeah.
1: I prefer, I'm more of a small group, like small I don't really like more than like six or seven people. <laughs> I've, I think that for a spin class, I think it's different because yes. everybody's doing the same thing and everybody can adjust at their own speed. But in a boot camp setting, it's really hard for me because I like the one-on-one attention with yes. clients. I like to be able to watch what they're doing. And even though you think I'm not watching, I am watching you all the time. <laughs> and I've been true doing story. this long <laughs> enough to know that 10 is 10 and 15 is 15 because I'll tell you a little secret about it. Everybody stops at 10.
2: That is so <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> Everybody stops at 10 and, they're and then they're like, you. how many am I supposed to do? I'm like five more because <laughs> it look That's amazing. It's it is what it is. It's just it's how our brains work. We work in we work in numbers. We work in round numbers. Nobody's ever going to stop at 7, you nope. know? It's just how, you know, but anyway, yeah. So I prefer really the small group setting particular, you know, it it's just how I feel most comfortable. And I know that there are people that like the large groups that kind of like want to get lost in the crowd and there's 50 people in a class and there's there's a place for everybody. There it's is. just finding where
2: you're at. And it's, fi- you know, it it's finding where you're at as a teacher too. I personally have a very hard time being in a class that's that big, being part of a group that's that big. I my personal preference caps off at about 10 depending on what you're doing. Yeah. It's where I'm comfortable working out and it's where I'm comfortable teaching because I I want you to have that attention from me. Yeah. And it's possible. Once you, once you get over that, like 10, 11, 12, it's. And somebody
1: grabs a kettlebell that's too heavy or does a lunge the wrong way or is doing deadlifts incorrectly and then gets hurt.
2: Because then they get into the crowd mentality too, Mm -hmm. where it's like, who's next to me? What are you doing? Yeah. I'm going to, when the group gets too big and they feel like they're part of the crowd and not, part of your personal group people start to do weird stuff
1: yeah (laughs) sorry you do well and it's the it's the competition you're looking at the person next to you going faster or going heavier and you're like well maybe that's where i should be when really it's not no you know everybody's at their own level and you have to be sure of where you are you know and if the class is too big I mean, if you've got 20 people in a class, I can't go around and tell every single person like to have you drop the weight or, you know, arch your back or engage your core, whatever. I mean, you're telling people that through the class, but it doesn't always mean you're doing it correctly. And even for for us as teachers, it doesn't mean we're always doing it correctly.
2: (laughs) No, I, it's, I used, I trained at my previous studio. I trained a lot of our instructors. And, you know, people would be nervous being in a class if I was taking class. I'm like, my shoulder hurts today. I'm going to modify. I, I'm i not trying to, like, be the perfect rock star in every class. I'm being my best in this class. And I, still whine a, I
1: whine a lot when I am Listening to my
2: body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, and anybody listening to this that knows me and takes classes with me, will agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I whine. I have injuries, too. You know, my knees hurt. My shoulder, you know, I have a torn something in my shoulder, maybe. I don't know. I hyperextended my elbow. I, you know, my thumb hurts today. I don't know. Whatever it is. But everybody has something. So yeah, I think it's you just have to make people feel comfortable. Well, and I think
2: being injured is something that also makes you human. I didn't break a bone until I turned 30. And when I moved out here... I broke my wrist, I had this major surgery, I have plates, I have screws, I have wires in there. They told me I'd never do push-ups again, but I had done Pilates for 10 years before I broke it, so. (laughs) (laughs) But just being injured, I think, gives you a different conversation with your clients. Like my thing is, do I wanna go hard because I couldn't do anything for three months and have to take two weeks off every time I work out? because I killed myself because I feel guilty or whatever that I hadn't been in the gym, or do you want to be able to work out tomorrow?
1: I had a client yesterday, um, I don't know, she probably won't want me to tell this story, but she had <laughs> breast cancer when she was 36 years old, and they reconstructed her by, like, reconstructing her lats to pull them around to make her oh, wow. look more natural. I. I honestly had never heard of it before, but at 36, she wanted to look the most natural because she was so young and not not wanting to have, like, big, fake boobs, you know? Yes. So she has a really hard time with anything using her lats. So she was saying, like, no, I'm, I just want you to know, and I, I go a little bit lighter, and I said, is that okay? And I said, absolutely. I said, always err on the side of... Caution. Yeah. Because if you go too heavy, you're going to get hurt. If you go too light, you can always go up a little heavier. I mean, and even if you're on a light spring or a lightweight, you can still work just as hard. It's just about how you engage. What are you engaging? Are you engaging your core? Are you, you know, dropping your shoulders back and engaging through the shoulder blades? Are you you know, hunching forward and just dropping into your stomach? What are you doing to engage specifically what you need to? So that was, you know, I'm like, don't, don't try to push it. Don't try to push it. Like, it's just, it's that different mentality of Pilates versus traditional weightlifting, which I I mean, I also do my background is actually in heavy weightlifting. But I don't want you to go heavier and hurt yourself. (laughs)
2: Right. And you realize, you know, I, I think a lot of it does come with age, come with time, and how long you've been in this and doing this and working with people and just understanding. I've learned more than I have in any training just from listening to and talking to injured clients. Right. I think that's really where... You know, it makes you go back to some of your trainings, back to some of your books to learn things, but it's allowing people to talk. And sometimes they're just venting their frustration about not being able to work out, but you learn a lot about how they work out. Mm -hmm. And you learn how to retrain them just from listening. Mm
1: -hmm. And you can take that to other clients as well because now you have the experience of knowing, you know, okay, I'd never... You know, I'd never heard of this before, but I do know how to train for that specifically. But, you know, it's just a matter of working around certain things. But going back to, so you used to be a trainer and like train, train people to get the certifications, to train people to teach. And you were with a place for five years, but you just recently switched gears. Yes. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing now. What is Tricor Fitness? Where is it? What is it all about? And, you know, why did you decide to even
2: switch up? So it's it's kind of funny. I wasn't really looking for anything in particular. Like, I wasn't looking for jobs. Like, it was time to make a big move. I kind of felt like it was time to make a shift, but I really wasn't sure what I wanted, and I had a day off, and I just... I kind of had a moment when I was meditating that morning and just like let all of my stuff go. I mean, work is work. It's going to become a job no matter what. You're going to have stuff. You're going to have frustrations. It's up to you how you deal with it. I had a moment and decided to let it go. I signed up and took a class at Tricor (laughs) with um, the owner. I didn't know it was the owner at the time. It was just a regular Pilates class. It wasn't part of their kind of Tricor system, Uh which I'll tell you about in a second. And it just wound up being me in the class. It was a weird 7 a.m. time. If you teach classes, you know, nobody wants to take a class at 7 a.m. It's usually during kid drop-off and all that stuff. Six, eight. I also like to take, yeah, I also like to take classes sort of anonymously. I don't like to be like, well, I'm a teacher. I can, you know, I just Mm -hmm. want to be there for me and work out. So, of course, it was us one-on-one, so we just wound up talking. And it was just so funny how... In alignment we were about training and teaching and how Pilates fits in to a bigger trainer training protocol like you need weights you need barbells you need a little cardio you need you need that little bit of strength work and then you also need your mobility recovery flexibility all that stuff and I I walked in there, and as soon as you walk into the gym, to the left is your gym with your squat racks, your rowers, your kettlebells, and to the right, it's 12 reformers, Cadillac, a couple of chairs, and I just walked in, and I said, I'm home. (laughs) This is me, because outside of um, teaching Pilates, teaching reformer Pilates and teacher training and spin, I also, at some point in that time, started doing personal training as well. I did my NASM certification and people wanted me to work with them individually so I do a lot of personal training in people's homes so it's really nice now to not have a bosu and a kettlebell in my car at all times (laughs) (laughs) I'd be able to walk into a gym and You mean you still don't? Because I do. <laughs> and I don't even train people. At there's own. definitely some piece of equipment in there at some point. W- weights, bands.
1: I mean, you oh, yeah. name there's, it. There's whatever. always a
2: band in my bag. There's always a band in my bag.
1: <laughs> some sort of ball. I yes. don't know. I was At all times. Yoga mats. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> so it was just really nice. I just felt like I was home. And honestly, the first workout I did Uh, Stephanie, the owner, was just like, do you want to work with us? And I was like, whoa, I didn't really... I wasn't really thinking like that at the time. I just felt like I was in a really good place. So I hung out, took classes there for about a month and a half just to get into the community, see how I was feeling about things. And ultimately, you get to that point where you're like, what's one more month going to get me? Am I going to wait or am I just going to go? You know, you can always wait for... You know, because the other job that I had, you know, it was a little bit more consistent. It was a regular paycheck rather than, you know, making sure you've got enough clients for Uh the month with your classes, with anything else you do. And it's always going to be scary when you change. But I hit that point where I'm like, I want to be here more. Yeah. I want to bring my clients here. I want to get people in the gym and on the reformer, where we're not just with the reformers and I'm bringing my extra little toys with me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so where I'm at <clears throat> is almost exactly the same. So we have a room where we do bar classes and TRX classes and floor classes, and then we have our reformer room, and then I moved into another room where I just do my personal training and stretch therapy. So what I like about what you've transitioned into is exactly what you said because i do not believe that you should do the same thing all the time ever no i mean one of the reasons not to i i i think crossfit is great i think boot camps are great What I don't like about them is that it's a consistent, you're consistently doing the same things over and over and over. And although the workouts might change up a little bit, it's still the same type of workout. Where's your flexibility? Where's your mobility? Where's, you know, the connection between body and mind? It's, you know, a snatch or a press or whatever it is over and over and over again. So I've always said, that you have to do different types of modalities because your bodies don't just do one thing, right? Right. And if you do one thing over and over and over again, that's when you develop imbalances. That's when you develop, you know, tendinitis or injuries because you're consistently doing the same thing.
2: And that's what I love about Tricor. So we have three different kinds of classes. The first one is called FIRE. It's 30 minutes in the gym, 30 minutes on the reformers the way we program the class it you'll see some similarities to CrossFit in terms of like we write our programs every week we've got it up on the board what sure. we're going to do but you it's only you know usually between five and 12 people so you're getting that personal attention mm-hmm. fire's got a little bit more of uh, you know heart rate elevator kind of focus. You're you're doing the rower a little bit more. You're doing a jump squat instead of a squat, but you've always got the option to do both, but we're kind of we're pushing your heart rate. We're pushing those intervals. 30 minutes on the reformer. It's not it's not a super technical Pilates class. It's focused a little bit more on your flexibility, mobility, recovery, active recovery from your class, which is something that we don't always get. If we go right. to CrossFit, we go to Orange Theory, you know, we'll tell you how to stretch. We'll tell you how to grab the foam roller if you need it after class. But people don't. No. <laughs> and even we get a lot of clients who didn't don't even know that Pilates is part of the protocol. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one uh somebody came in last week and said, what was that machine that I was just on? (laughs) It was like they are just going with the flow, taking the class. So then the other class is called Foundation. Same concept, 30 minutes in the gym, 30 minutes on the reformer, but in the gym you're focusing a little bit more on your form. It's a more moderate pace. You're not really pushing for that interval pace. And your movements are a little bit more focused on balance. You might be doing some more single leg movements rather than... Your double leg stuff you have an opportunity to grab maybe a heavier weight in practice because you're working for form and then same thing you've got your 30 minutes active recovery on the reformer and then we just do a straight 60 minute pilates class so those are our three classes on the schedule and it's great i mean i i took my own class the other night i was in the gym we only had one person (laughs) in class so i took the fire class with her but i was closing up the studio and we kind of tag team the classes so the other instructor that was there taught the Pilates part and I woke up the next morning and I was so much more sore than I normally was and it wasn't because like oh man my workout was so hard it was because I did not stay for 30 minutes and do that little bit of active recovery that core Do you ever work. take your own classes and think wow I am a really mean teacher? Oh yes. always <laughs> but i mean with a smile like I'm never that's like a, a, sour it's a patch really, kid. Yes Yes, it's a really good, that's a really good thing to talk about, though, because we talk about that a lot. Like, I'm not trying to give you the hardest class you've ever had. I'm not trying to be that trainer who everyone's like, oh, you're so mean. You always do this. Like, we're going to do burpees, and I'm going to giggle a little bit, because we just did burpees in every set today, and you're going to have fun with it. It's not about, you know, I'm the hardest teacher because everybody's sore after my class, or, you know, it's. It's about really giving people what they need. It's kind of the same thing in Pilates. Like, if I'm going to do something that's a little bit more contemporary, that's a little bit newer, I'm always going to know why I'm doing it. It's not just because, like, I look like a pretty ballerina on Instagram when I take a photo. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Yes. And I think as long as everything has a purpose, you know, it's it's fun to be the mean teacher every once in a while. (laughs)
1: Yes. Sometimes. I know. <laughs> the evil the evil laugh it yes. look, it is yeah you know, sometimes burpees you have to purpose, purpose. <laughs> burpees burpees always <laughs> have a purpose and everybody hates them i personally like burpees I like i love a
2: good burpee i
1: mean i would rather do burpees than run a mile like I mean, any day
2: i'll do oh, yeah. you run a mile i'll do burpees go right ahead every once in a while we program jump roping into our into our Head fire class classes. I hate jump that yeah. is my least favorite exercise. I'll do burpees for an hour. Yeah. And you guys can all hold me to that.
1: <laughs> so tell us tell us where TriCorfit is, how people can get a hold of you. Okay if they want to so, try a class. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So we are in Phoenix on Indian School just east of the fifty one. It's eighteen twenty four East Indian School Road. Um so right off the highway, which is nice, you get people coming in from all different areas because we're in a pretty centralized location. Um, we have classes six days a week, no classes on Sundays, but every day we've got early morning and evening classes, and we do a lot of midday classes as well. We just added some 10 a.m.s and noons to the schedule. So Some people like to come in for lunch. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, it's pretty fun. I, li- I like the energy of everybody that comes in in the middle of the day. I do, too. Um, They're my favorite class. But, yeah, if it's tricorefit.com is the website. We offer a free week because we want you to be able to have the opportunity to take all the different class types mm-hmm. and see how it fits in your schedule. And then I can be reached also just for private training as well, reformer, gym, I like to do a little bit of both. I'm always gonna sneak it all in on you. And um you can reach me. It's Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E at tricorfit.com.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and telling us a little bit about yourself and your new place. And um if anybody's in the it's Arcadia area or a little yeah, north of Arcadia a little. I guess. It's a
2: little like west of Arcadia. West
1: of, off the fifty. So yeah, yeah. just so. sort of
2: like as Arcadia merges into Biltmore into Central Phoenix.
1: Central Phoenix. If you're around the area and you want to try something a little bit different, try some different classes, go ahead and come in there. Brooke is awesome. She's a great trainer and I really enjoyed her classes. So I know you will too, but thank you so much.
2: Thank you for having me. It's so good to see you. You too.
1: Uh, Thanks everybody for listening and we will see you next week.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Medic podcast, fitness for real people with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you'd like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes or you can find it on Gabrielle's website at www.healthybodyworksaz.com. You can also find out more information about Gabrielle's fitness vacations. To find out more about this summer's Banff Fitcation and our fall Fitcation to New Zealand, visit www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a great review, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with Gabrielle Nazar.